All right, and we are starting on our very first episode of our podcast. We are going to find out if the truth about your shitty ex is out there. Welcome to The (laughs) X-Files. Every time you say it, you just have to go into it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I am Kat. I... I'm a Scorpio. And I am Erica, and I'm a Sagittarius. And a Scorpio moon, and I'm a Sagittarius moon, so we are opposites. Cosmic. Inverse signs. (laughs) Astrology. We swear this is not an astrology podcast. It's not. We will Um, be talking about it, so if you think astrology is dumb or it makes you mad, turn off the podcast. And if that's the thing that makes you mad, you're just going to get madder because we are here to tell our stories of our ex-love interests and then share some from our friends, colleagues, and listeners. We are in our mid-twenties, college-educated, sophisticated We are women. not. No, I'm... Okay, we did go. We did go to college. Though. I mean, yeah, but are we sophisticated? No. Okay, and we're also like more like late twenties. Let's be real. I, Cat, I studied um, writing and journalism in college. I studied television production in school, and uh, I had a minor in dance. So that's helpful for a podcast where you can not see what I'm doing. <laughs> You don't want to see what Kat's doing right now. <laughs> I'm doing the inflatable tube man arm thing. Yeah, that that's a thing that happened this weekend. I was uh, at a party and a man uh, shoved his way into the front of the crowd and just started doing the inflatable flailing. You know the things they have at like gas, oh, not gas stations, car dealers yeah, car dealer. to like yeah. come buy our cars. Yeah. Like yep. that. That's exactly how this man Who does down. that at a party or a club ever? This man does. Coming off a long week of many festivities, it's the weekend after Halloween weekend, things happened that we won't mention. But I did get laid on Halloween weekend. Yep. That was fun. He yep. was a uh, pilot stripper, and I'm pretty sure he's an actual pilot. It's too bad he wasn't an actual stripper. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> like, out of the two jobs that he yep. chose to combine, the yep. pilot is the much less fun one. Yep. But yeah, that's my most recent foray in uh, the Romance. dating scene-ish. We didn't date. He no. bought me some drinks and I fucked him. He also bought um, me a drink because I insisted. Yeah. That yeah, he, he wasn't that getting away with that. I was the third wheel. So I was like, you should buy me a drink too. She, she assisted. I was being play. a great wing woman. How's your love life going? I am semi-involved with a friends with benefits type situation, but that's more complicated and not as funny. A couple weeks ago, I... Went to go see Brand New play a concert here in Brooklyn. And then afterwards, I made out with a dude on the sidewalk for several hours after the concert. He was in high school with 
Jesse Lacey's sister, and they graduated in the same year, so Jesse Lacey was at his high school graduation. That's pretty dope. Yeah. I don't know who Jesse Lacey That's is. That's the singer from Brand New. All right. The guy who, <laughs> the guy who sings. Clearly, um, I listen to them. <laughs> shh, it's fine. So that was pretty funny, and then he took me out for some more drinks, and now I've ghosted him, because he was, he underperformed. Let's just jump right into it. I kind of want to talk about a really fun story. I was telling Kat this the other day, and it's it's perfect for the first episode. I had just turned 21, and it was the summer after whatever year of school that was, probably my junior year, I guess. yeah. So I met this guy, and he was friends with my friends group. And I hadn't met him before. He just happened to be friends with everyone but me. So I meet him, and, you know, the attraction's there. Let's call him George Foreman, because he has a very, um... He's one of those people that you call by the first and last name. And so George Foreman, you know, hits me up on Facebook and we're chatting and we're flirting. And that summer happened to be the emergence of the meme of uh, battle shots. Which Which I I was never aware of this and we are the (laughs) same age and I had never played battle shots before. Maybe I, I'm boring. I don't know. No, I don't think most people have played it. I think most people have seen the photo of it online and said, that's terrifying. <laughs> um, <laughs> for those of you who aren't aware what Battle Shots is, it's basically Battleship, like the board game, but instead of little pegs that you put in the Battleship, the Battleships are made out of shots. And for... Our game of battle shots, we picked tequila. Rip in peace. Yeah, that was the clue number one that this wasn't going to go well. First off, okay, so this is the first date. I just just got to point it out there. First date, battle shots with tequila. And we were being responsible, so we decided to take half shots of each. But you were not using a chaser. No, because I'm not a little bitch. <laughs> but apparently he was. Oh, yeah. He, he had a full glass of orange juice. Girls are tough as fuck. Right? <laughs> We're playing battle shots. About midway through the game, I decide to call my best friend, who he also knew. I was really, like, very quickly losing my faculties. And I won the game. I'm just going to state that for the record, that... I won battle shots. I was the clear winner. I sunk all of his ships. And yet I was the one that blacked out. Isn't that part of that song, um, Bad Touch? Is it? You sunk my battleship, you turned me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So you knew, yeah. 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 So I had to use the bathroom and I had on one of those like pairs of shorts with like the buttons as the fly. And Mm -hmm. when you're blackout drunk from tequila, you cannot do that. So, first date, this guy has to help me get my pants off so I can pee. I mean, no shame if that's what you want to do on your first date, but this was kind of not intended. No, um, that (laughs) wasn't... was just like, oh shit, I'm wearing these goddamn shorts that have only buttons. How do I get these off? And so, you know... 
I'm blacked out. So my <laughs> memory of this night is fairly fog foggy. I was going to say fuzzy and foggy and it was going to be fuzzy, but that's the bare. <laughs> I thought you were going to say faulty, which would have been No. Fuzzy bear. Waka waka. <laughs> and so you know, we go into his room and it's like the afternoon and we're hanging out and I'm assuming we watched some sort of cartoon on his bed. And apparently, so we fall asleep, I think, or I might have just passed out. <laughs> but I wake up and he tells me that I had apparently uh, screamed at his dad. I couldn't Chill. pee on my own. He let me know about that. And I had called Christina, and um, that was the end of the first date. I went home. It went well, uh, I it? think. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, he kept talking to me, so. Okay, yeah, so then yes. Yeah, we had a couple other dates, started having sex. It was um, fairly horrible. It was, um, <laughs> you can say that somebody like basically laid on top of you and fucked you. Like, but this, like, this man literally laid on top of me and fucked like me. Like a dead fish flopping full, around. Full body just, you know. How tall was he? Probably like six foot. That's a tall person to be laying on top of But you. I'm also a tall person. Okay, but it's still. Yeah, it a, was a lot it's a of large, man. It's, yeah, it's a larger person. Yes, it was a large man. Yes. Laying on top of me. Yes. And yep. he thought that that was going to get me off. Yes, I'm going to smother you into orgasm. And so, you know, I'm 21. I don't know better. I probably (laughs) hadn't had an orgasm from sex at that point. (laughs) As the relationship progresses, you know, I'm staying over at his house at night. And, you know, we just watching cartoons. It was like back when the whole like 90s Nick was like really on trend. So it was like. Hey Arnold and Rugrats and stuff playing late at night and he got us a pizza one night and it was like super extra cheese and like you know how in Ninja Turtles it was like super stringy and just like looks like pizza that you just wanted to drip all over yourself. That's that kind of pizza. It wasn't a kind of regret like not asking what the restaurant it was. That's my one regret from this relationship, not asking what the pizza place was. So we have the pizza box, we're (laughs) bored, we got nothing else to do. Somehow the topic goes on to Ouija boards. And I'm like, yeah, you can make a Ouija board out of anything, even this pizza box. So what do I do? I make a Ouija board out of this pizza box. As one does. So I make the Ouija board and we start communicating and it works. We're what did you someone. use as the planchette? We just cut it out of the cardboard. Oh, okay. yeah, fair. More pizza box. Nice. Okay, continue <laughs> on. Just needed to know the details. Yes. No, it's all right. It's fair point. And so you know, we ask it its name, and it says, "I don't, I don't remember the name. Ronald, maybe. We're gonna go with Ronald, and it spells out Ronald, and he kind of gives me a funny look, like, are you?" Are you fucking with me? You're like, that's my grandfather's name. He, he passed away in this house uh, 
I don't know how long ago, probably a year or several years. It, it had been a while since Ronald had passed. And so I'm like, no, I like, I don't know your grandfather's name. Why would I, we've been dating for a month or two. Why would I know your dead grandfather's <laughs> name? And why would I like, you know, go out of my way to make a Ouija board and, you know, contact your dead grandfather? No. <laughs> so he gets freaked out and we put it away. And, you know, the night goes on. I leave. A few days later, he, you know, he messages me or he calls me or something. Probably doesn't call. It's, it's. It was... Nobody calls in 2012. 2012, no. No. But, so he texts me and he's like, hey, so, um, ever since we did that Ouija board thing, the chair in my living room, which is directly adjacent to his bedroom, has been rocking back and forth. It's the chair that my grandfather died in. Bitch! First off, you didn't tell me that... Your grandfather died in the next room? You would not have made a pizza box Ouija board if you knew that. Right? And, like, this is a complete diversion from the actual story of what went on in this relationship. But I felt like that story really needed to be told. Just just to... The truth is out there. Ghosts are real. It's just an interesting story that happens to be part of this relationship. (laughs) So, you know, relationship progresses. It's like two months. We're kind of exclusive. We're not like, it was a mutual understanding that, you know, we were just seeing each other. I had seen a post one day on Facebook. It just shows up in my timeline. I'm just scrolling, you know, I'm liking my aunt's pictures and et cetera, you know, watching some dog vids. Dank As memes. one does in the summer of 2012. Yep. What meme was big in 2012? I don't know. Probably Charlie bit my finger. Keep talking. I'm going to look. Please do because I want to know what the memes of this uh, traumatic relationship were. So I'm scrolling through my timeline and I stumble upon this photo that George Foreman is tagged in with this girl... Let's call her Jessica. This girl, Jessica, who she's friends with another friend in, you know, the friend group that knew George Foreman to begin with. So she was kind of in my circle, but like, you know, one degree of separation out. So I was Facebook friends with her, of course, and she tags him in this photo and the caption of it is the future Mrs. George Foreman. And, you know, being Mm -hmm. that we were in an exclusive relationship, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I text him and I'm like, yo, what is this? Because, like, I thought we were exclusive. Uh, You know, the argument goes on. About whatever whatever bullshit excuses he had. I don't remember. I don't care. And just like mid-conversation, he stopped speaking to me. 
And I don't mean like he stopped speaking to me for the day, for the week. I hadn't heard from him until this past summer. That was the first that's, time I had heard from him. Five years. Yeah, that's five that's years. One half of a decade. Yeah. For, in the middle of an argument. For context, the memes that were popular in 2012 were Gangnam Style. No. Grumpy Cat. Oh, gosh. Call Me Maybe. Coney 2012. Somebody that I used to know. Ridiculously photogenic guy. The running guy. Oh, my God. Um, The... What people think I do, what I think I do with the six images. Yep. Those were some of the top memes of 2012. So think about how long ago that was. That was a fucking long time ago. Those memes Basically are not like funny. Basically like a decade. Yeah. In meme In culture, meme that was culture. a decade. And that was my first experience with being ghosted. So I was like, what is this? How do you just not respond to someone? And now... You know, before ghosting was really a thing. Yeah, that was like before the term ghosting even really... Yeah, I had no term for it. I was like, he just stopped speaking to me. Even though we went to school together, you know, we were in the same social circle, basically. Never heard from him again. And he didn't die. He just vanished. I hoped he died. Hurricane Sandy was that year. I was keeping was. my fingers crossed. He was, <laughs> he was, he lived down at the shore too. I was like, all right, this is my karma. Here it comes. But apparently he lived. Yep. And then hit you up five years later? What did he say? Well, I had seen him at like a concert. I think it was this past summer. Maybe it was the summer before. I Whatever. Remember. Still, that's a long time. Ghosting sucks. Um, I can't say I haven't done it myself. Sometimes. As you get older, you recognize, like, yeah, where a line draws. Like, I'm not just going to leave someone in the middle of... Yeah. If you've established, a like, a lengthier relationship than, like, one week. Exactly. You kind of agree not to... A week, two weeks. Like, yeah. if you're in it, like, two months, I think you should probably reply. Okay, speaking of ghosting, so this is my ex-boyfriend my only long monogamous relationship that i've had we dated for 11 months we're gonna call him mr krabs because he was a his zodiac sign was a cancer and he was terrible he was a cancer on my life um so we're gonna call him mr krabs he did not have crabs i just want to say that or he did not have crabs or cancer so that made me a really shitty person to be making fun of someone who has cancer. We met at my place of work, which I will not name, but it was an office setting. He was 20 when I met him and I was turning 24. So that age gap is not insignificant and sets you up for the big difference in maturity level. That was a big issue throughout our relationship. But yeah, the ghosting part, he um, broke up with me via Facebook Messenger. Facebook? Lovely. Messenger. Um, so that was pretty wild. Yeah, so we met at work and it was like, oh, this is fun. We're flirting at work. And like, we went on a date and blah, 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 whatever. And I was like really excited because this was like my first time dating someone like for real, whatever. And I, oh, why? 
because I've never been sort of like a relationship type person and me neither monogamy is a scam um in my personal opinion um this is why we have this podcast and I so but I gave it a shot I was like in grad school at the time I was like yeah maybe I'll get my life together and I'll have a relationship but he, he was still in college obviously yep so we started dating in October of 2014 um shortly before my birthday details are fuzzy you know early on details but I know that I was very annoying about it talked about him all the time obviously as one does and it was also shortly after I had started taking antidepressants for the first time so someone who has struggled with mental health for a large portion of their life this was like a big step and I was feeling really great at the time having drugs that fix your brain to make you feel the right way is like wow amazing so I thought I was doing great you know things were going well for the first three months but I have the receipts I pulled up my Twitter archive which I never let him follow it, my Twitter is private don't try to find it um <laughs> I never let him follow which was probably a sign of how much I didn't really trust him because I'm a mostly a pretty private person but being in a relationship with someone for almost a year you'd think that you would probably maybe trust them enough to yeah follow your twitter but i never yeah, that's like the basics first I, few weeks kind of thing i never did i never let him follow it um so let me find this um okay so this tweet is from we started dating probably mid-october 2014 this tweet is dated january 26 2015 that's a, I don't remember the context of this. It says, I'm legit scared and Mr. Krabs is telling me I'm being dramatic. Why does he act like this when I'm upset? So I thought it was going pretty well, but he had this group of female friends and I don't think any of them ever really liked me that much. And they were his like college friends. They had been friends with him for longer than I had known him. And so I felt threatened by them. But like, I feel like that's how... Every guy who has, like, a large group of female friends is. And so the way it ended was... I'll jump around a bit. The way it ended was they told him to break up with me in... I believe it was April or May. I lost my health insurance, so I came off my antidepressants. I turned into basically a different person. He was not understanding. He still really wanted to have sex and I did not want to have sex and he got like super whiny about it and he was like, just give me a hand job. I'm like, you can give yourself a fucking hand job. Like, please, please, sir, calm, like, oh. You're not in high school. I took his virginity, by the way, so that's an indication of. Yep, makes sense. Yeah, so yeah, so I felt super threatened by his female friends and like, they had like emotional closeness and I they like invited me to some parties or whatever and they never felt super welcoming to me. They had like a birthday party over the that summer, summer 2015 and they I like didn't want to go and then I was like hiding in the bathroom half the time because I didn't feel comfortable with any of them. I wanted to leave um and I told him that he didn't have to leave with me, but then he ended up leaving with me and then blamed me and said, you made me leave, which I never did. Um, so this was a lot no. of bullshit, emotional manipulation. Also he, so we <laughs> fought a lot over that summer after I was not on my medication anymore. We like, he, I don't remember, he said the L word and I could never say it probably cause I didn't feel that way. 
And I told him that I didn't feel comfortable with him saying it, but he continued to say it and then got mad at me when I got upset about him saying it. He would say it in public. He would say it when we were just the two of us. And it was really shitty. That's definitely a maturity thing. Yeah. Don't do something that's going to make me upset and then get mad at me for making me upset. You already said it's something that upsets you. This is what's going to make me upset. You can't you you can't throw water on something and be shocked that it's wet. You know? Right. Yes. Towards the end we were fighting pretty much every time we saw each other and it was really garbagey. Um the last time I was willing I was trying to fix things, like I wanted this to work out and he obviously just really did not. The last time I saw him he stormed out of my apartment, slammed the door, and then we he broke up with me a few days later via Facebook Messenger. But the fun part was we continued working in different parts of the same workplace afterwards. And um, we would sometimes pass each other in the hallway. A few months after we had broken up, he sent me an email Because I had blocked him on Twitter, I blocked him on Facebook, I blocked him on Instagram, I blocked him on every social media. He emailed me to my Gmail about one of our mutual interests. It was the subject I had written my master's thesis about. He emailed me and was like, we need help with this, you should help me out. And then I blocked him on email. And then about... Six months after we had broken up, I think it was around March of 2016, I was heading home from a night out with a couple of friends, and this is when I was living in Boston, and if you've been to Boston or lived in Boston for any amount of time, you know that Boston is small. So I was walking home and coming up to an intersection, and the walk sign was not on, And I saw him ahead of me, and I heard his voice because I didn't have my headphones in. Saw him standing ahead of me with a girl. So I ran in front of traffic so I wouldn't have to wait at the crosswalk with him. (laughs) The lengths we go to to avoid our exes. (laughs) It explains a lot that he was white and Irish, as many men in Boston are. Very into Boston sports culture. I'm not I sure. Don't. I'm not from Boston. It's bad. It's bad, fam. <laughs> it's not good. Um, basically, it's just like glorified bro culture. Um, even if you're yeah. educated, you're still a bro. And like, I'm not sure if this was actually true, but he joked about being a registered Republican. I don't know if he actually was a registered Republican. That's a red flag. That would explain a lot. So he told me he was going to go with me to a soccer game during that summer and then like a couple days beforehand he was like just kidding I'm going to a concert instead and I had planned on going with him and then he's like well I'll buy you the tickets and I'm like well that's not the point because I need someone to drive me there and go with me because I don't drive um I totaled my car in college and I no longer drive um fun times but living in a city that's not a big deal but if you need to drive somewhere. So he would get really mad at me when I would be like, can you drive me to this one thing? Or like, it wasn't a frequent thing. And also it's like, kind of the point is like, to go together. Right. 
you know, enjoy the the moment. The it's not, oh, I really want to see this soccer game. It's, oh, I want to go to this soccer game with you and spend time with you and enjoy this together and create the shared memory. Right, because he has an interest in sports and he had taken an interest in watching the games with me and, like, got into it and whatever and, like, I thought it would be fun. And, nope, he just, like literally a few days before and so I asked my younger brother who was actually wait my brother was older than him at the time which is weird it was weird then it's weird now it's always going to be weird um something we don't talk about so I went to the game with my (laughs) younger brother another stupid thing he would get mad about was we would like you know go on little day trips or whatever together and I would be like take my picture of me by the ocean or take my picture of me whatever because that's the thing that people who are dating yeah. do, or let's take some selfies together. He would get so annoyed. I'm like, you should feel lucky to get to take pictures of me. Right. Are you kidding? Do you hate fun? Do you, like, sorry? Like, I don't, sorry that, like, I bought you your alcohol for six months of our relationship. Like, no, eight months of our relationship. He didn't turn 21 until July of when we were dating. Oh my god. So I had to buy his alcohol that entire time. So, like, I think... Maybe throw you a bone. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have to pay for it. Like, always pay for it. Selfie but like, tool. I had, yeah. I had to go and get it. And, like... Yeah. So stupid. And, like, the dating prospects in Boston are so <sighs> bad. Oof. So terrible. Like, I can't it's imagine. It's all basically the same white dude. Copy-pasted over and over again. And so after him, <laughs> I never dated or slept with another man from Boston ever again. Nice. It ruined me. Also, he cried so much. Because he's a cancer. Yes, not to, sh- not to shame you if you're crying, but, like, he would be crying all the time. Also, he was prone to concussions. What? Um. How do you? He got in a fist. He got in a fight because some kid said something mean to his sister. So he, like, tried to punch them and then got knocked out or something. So he was prone to concussions. So sometimes when we were, like, in my bed doing the do or like just like lying in bed he would hit his head on my headboard and then like pass out i'd be like um am i responsible for this what is happening here it was fucking fucking wild like you should probably have some sort of protocol if that's oh my god (laughs) oh my god i'm just we're we're capping it at that that's yeah that's I'm, I can't deal with any more of this. <laughs> Sorry, Kat, but... Here's a long jump back to a few stories ago, but uh, speaking of Gmail... <laughs> this is all I have. Smooth it's all transition. Whatever, it's fine. Really they smooth. know what we're doing. They know what we're yeah. doing. Um, we have an email address if you would like to send us your shitty ex-boyfriend stories or if you would like to uh call in or something of the sort or even meet up with us if you're you know somebody we know hit us up at the x files pod at gmail.com that's t-h-e-e-x-f-i-l-e-s-p-o-d at gmail.com uh you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at the X Files Pond. That's 
the same spelling. Again, same, same spelling. spelling. Please let us know if you would like us to use your name or their name. Come up with a fun code name. That's half the fun of like in high school when you're like, oh, I have a crush on this boy. And then you use a code name to talk about him. Exactly. It's, it's so sort fun. of the same thing. Um, and also like, please don't use their real name. Yes. Because we don't want anyone to recognize who they are yes. and have hard feelings. Yes. It doesn't have to just be ex-boyfriends. It can be ex-girlfriends. It can be ex-non-binary people. Whatever. Yeah, whoever Anyone who into. you dated and you now you hate. Anyone. Anyone you hate. Please send us your hatred. I mean, like, maybe even we'll have an ex-best friends episode. We might bring I, it off. I have some oh, stories for that Oh, one. I have some. I oh, yeah. have some. That'll be a fun one. Um. Anyways, so that that's about it yeah. for our first episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this, and we will be back next week. Just a, a small reminder from Kat. We are not here to be your therapist. We're here to make fun of your shitty exes.